What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Everything Extraordinary podcast. I'm your host, Corbin Downen. Here with me, we have Heath Mall once again. Say what's up, Heath. How's it going? How are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good. I had a I had a day full of stuff, but it's nice to sit back, relax, and talk to one of my good buddies. Nice, nice. How did it go? How I heard you had a photo shoot. Uh, it went really good. Uh, it was actually a super involved one. We went to a car wash, like a do-it-yourself one, where you grab the spray hose and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a couple shoot with me and Alexandra. And we kind of, we sprayed each other. Like there was a lot of like little video clips because the photographer wanted to make a TikTok out of it. Yeah. And uh, just like we got soaked, like soaked to the bone, bro. Like I had to change <laughs> shower after it. Like we were putting the car foam on us and shit. Like it was fun. Uh, I got two sneak peeks from it already that I'll send you after the pod. They're pretty fucking cool. All right, but I'll send, um, I can link it in the description as well. I can link uh, your uh, Instagram as well so people can check that out. Uh, uh, and yeah, I can also I can also link the um, photographer's uh, Instagram in the description if they want to check it out, the listeners. Yeah, her um, name, uh, her name's Cassidy Piker. She's like 25, I think. She's cool as fuck. She actually just uh, partnered with another photographer around here that I've worked with, Alina Michelle. Mm-hmm. And they made moon child photography. It looks pretty fucking cool. I'm like, I'm I'm just excited to see what comes of it. So does she work out of Dixon then? Uh, she lives in Sterling, but she'll like do all the towns around here. That's how like, how close is Sterling to Dixon, by the way? Uh, Sterling and Dixon. I want to say they're probably like, it's like ten minutes. It's oh, nothing okay. crazy. And like you know where I live, I live halfway in between both. So like. Oh, okay. realistically sterling's three or four minutes from me and dixon's like five or six okay cool <clears throat> well before because i want to talk about obviously i want to talk about some albums and some songs and even some lyrics in songs that are your favorite and kind of um explaining to the listeners why they're your favorite but before i get into that topic i wanted to ask how your modeling um thing is going right now Oh, modeling's actually going really good right now. I've had, I want to say in the past month, I've probably had four or five shoots and they've all been really fun. I had Mm -hmm. one uh, on Monday this week where I got, it was my first one where I got like makeup done and like I got my hair colored and shit for it. Yeah, Uh, I've seen that. The Beetlejuice one, yeah, it was cool as fuck. Yeah, that looked fun. I did did two with just, you know, uh, photographers from the area that I know. And I had that, uh, content day one where mm-hmm. I had, I probably had like seven or eight photographers taking pictures of me at once. That was a really, really cool feeling. That's what's up. I see you're also, you hopped on TikTok finally and you're getting into that. How is that going for you? Uh, it's actually going pretty good. I I've had, it's been an adjustment period. Cause you know me, I'm all about the pictures. Cause yeah. I model, like I have nothing but a huge catalog of pictures. And the first couple I made, other than that Don, the one that just kind of blew up, I, uh, I've i kind of been slow at it because I haven't been making actual TikToks, but me and Alexander actually made one the other day. We did like one of the trends and it's been up for a couple of days and it's already got like over a thousand views. So for me, nice. that's good. I only got like a yeah, followers or something. So, But yes, I will admit you and Ahmad were very right. 
I definitely should have hopped on it sooner and gotten on the trend. Yeah, shit's fun. It is kind of hard to make like like to remember to make videos for sure though. But um, I mean, if you do like like behind the scenes of like your photo shoots or whatever, like little shit like that can definitely help. Yeah, I'm really trying to remember to take videos and stuff like that when I'm at them, but it's so hard because I just get so caught up in the moment because I'm having right. so much fun. It's hard because, you know, somebody else is taking pictures of me, so I shouldn't have my phone in my pocket. I shouldn't be whipping my phone out. Like, I really need to just focus on the pose and the facial expression I need to have and stuff like that. Yeah. But I've been getting better at doing, like, sneaky little stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to do because, like, I mean, especially for me, because I've I tried to um like with the pants I'm making, I'm trying to do like sort of like a behind the scenes like of uh the process behind it and shit. But like I have to like set up my camera across the room and like just record myself because I have no one else to record me. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah, which is hard as fuck to like get the angle and like get the yeah. perspective. And then right. you have to set it on a timer or something, and then you got to edit yeah. down the clips. And... Yeah, because I want it to be like a little movie, you know? I like making those little movies. It's fun. Dude, your, your fucking TikTok's got crazy interaction. You got like 100,000-something likes. I mean, you're getting close to the point. You get 10,000 followers, and you can monetize your shit. Yeah, yeah. That, that would definitely I mean, be you're, great. You're definitely getting there. That that series you do, concerts I wish I would have gone to or could have gone to, like... Yeah. That, that shit that's genius Corbin. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, those are tons of fun. I tried to make like little series and I just did one where I went to a thrift shop and, or like go to different thrift shops and stuff, just like pretty much the stuff what I like. I mean, I try to just stay in like the, just pretty much to stay in the culture of like music, fashion and like art. And that's just like my main thing. And I like talking about music and like, since I have a bunch of CDs, I've been showing off my CDs and, I've just been really getting into fucking CDs. I don't know why, but it's just like, I oh, just love playing music. Good ass collection. Yeah, it's fire. I got just tons of classic records and it's just tons of, it's just lots of fun to collect. But, um, but I did, speaking of that though, I want to get back into the topic. We were going to talk about our favorite albums, our favorite songs, lyrics, everything about music. I want to get into and I want to let you go first. Give me an album. Give me a song. That's your favorite, and explain to me why. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> this is a. I, I'm glad you asked me to be on this one because you know you know as well as anybody. I love music. Like we've been to a couple concerts together. We're both definitely immersed in the culture of it. But it was really fucking hard for me to like whittle down and like I couldn't. The absolute last thing I could do, I could not rank the albums. Mm-hmm. but the one the one i am gonna start off with just because like i love it so much is watching movies with the sound off by mac miller mm-hmm. that uh i mean there are not a lot of albums where in my opinion where you can just listen to it and kind of shuffle play it and yeah. just have a good time like I'm I'm real big on Apple Music. Like I'll download four or five songs from an album, and that's all I really listen to from it. Okay. This is just one of those albums where I can listen to every song. Like every song is a hit. Every song, like the first half, kind of sticks to a vibe. The last half has a vibe. And then, yeah. Like, the last two songs are kind of throw-ins. It's like a 19-song album, and I Damn. can legitimately say I like every song. Like 
I, I don't nice. know. I've been a huge Mac fan for a long time, and in my opinion, I think it's his best album. Yeah, super diverse, and that man's bars. I don't. He was on a different fucking planet with his lyrics. Oh yeah, I I had seen. Uh, tell me if I got this right, because I had um Alexandra on Snapchat for a little minute. Didn't she go to Blue Slide Park? Yes, yeah, she did. Uh, this summer she went to Pennsylvania. Dude, I was and thinking about you. I was like, man, uh, fucking, fucking, uh, he should have went. Dude, I know. Like... Bro. She, got, she went with her buddy because they went to uh, West Virginia to see her friend's brother, mm-hmm. and then they like made a pit stop in Pennsylvania. Yeah, like, definitely you got that was to. Throw in. It was like I wouldn't really have enjoyed the first part of the trip that much, but the second part, I would have been geeking out like a little. Oh kid. yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you'll definitely get yeah. there one day, though, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, she'll definitely want to go again. She's the biggest Mac Miller fan I've ever yeah. met. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. Do you got anything else to say about the album, though? I mean, like any specific songs that are your favorite off it? Um, I mean, I definitely have a couple of favorites. The Star Room is the first song on the album. And that dude, that song, the it it's almost like creepy. It's it's got like a creepy vibe to it, but the fuck, dude, the bars are insane on it, mm-hmm. and just Max really good at altering his voice and like playing with auto tune and like yeah, I noticed that. Bro, it's so crazy. His music is just amazing. But Star Room, uh, I'm not real, and Earl Sweatshirt's on that song, Super Fire. Yeah, he's fire. Uh, Bird Call objects in the mirror red dot music which you saw live with me when the action performed it that was dude i almost cried that shit was beautiful he played mm. max whole part that was that was like top 10 moments of my life um <laughs> suplexes inside of complexes that song's fucking insane so good uh and then aquarium and goosebumps those mm. are probably my favorites off of it but like I said, every other song on the album is a song I frequently listen to. So it's just it's just a perfect album. If I'm ever like bored of my shuffle play, I'll just tap on it and shuffle play it. So is that like one of your favorite albums then you'd say? Yeah, definitely one of my favorite albums. Um I and a lot of a lot of my favorite albums, I mean, after you told me the topic and I was just kind of like going through my music and seeing what what was what. I uh I definitely recognize that a lot of it's newer music. I mean, some of it's like 2013 era yeah. type stuff, but most of it's newer music. I definitely listen to older music, but not full albums. Like I'll yeah. pick out here and there, and like I really like classic rock, but I wouldn't say that I listen to full albums of classic rock. Like kind of just the hits. Yeah, to, you know, same for me. that guy, but. Yeah, same for me. I mean, usually, I mean, it's more common with the newer albums just because, like, once it drops, the hype is towards it, and you're like, oh, let me check it out. So you just kind of, like, put it on. It's our music for our generation. Like, it's what we connect with. We can appreciate the music of the past, but, like, this is the music that kind of represents us. Right. I'd say an album for me that I've definitely been kind of understanding more is To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar um i just i don't know why i've just been having that on repeat on because i have i had gotten the cd for it so i just i don't know for me obviously having the cd for it it makes it a lot easier to listen to the full album because you can kind of just play it and like 
you know, uh, just let like it play. Songs, um, like I think it's a pretty big album. I have it pulled up on Genius right now. Yeah, it's 16 songs. Um, I mean, just like beginning to end, it starts with Wesley's Theory. And um, I don't know, just like the whole topic of the album, obviously talking about um, racial problems in America. And, you know, you got just like, I don't know, I'm looking at these songs. and I'm just like, like each song is just like, like back to it all just connects perfectly. Like, like it goes from one song to the other. And it's just like it just connects perfectly. And like the the production is great. The old like uh, like old jazz production and and old samples and whatnot and obviously his lyricism is one of the best and um like i got this lyric from um hood politics he says ain't nothing new but a flu of new democrats and rebloodicans and i like like i caught that because like you know you listen to songs a couple times and you're like you know you kind of hear new lyrics as the more you listen to it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and um like that one just caught my caught my um not my eye but my ear and i just like went straight to genius and i was like did i hear that correctly did he say demo crips and rebloodikins like like i was like he'd be genius if he said that but like there's no way he said that and then i went on and i was like oh shit he really said that shit and he said uh new demo crips and rebloodikins red state versus a blue state which one you governing like that's just some genius shit. Cause obviously if you understand it's like Democrats, Democrats, and like that's blue and re bloodikins, Republicans, which is red. That shit is great. That's a great fucking lyric. But it um, makes a very good point. Kendrick yeah. always been real big on speaking out on like political topics and like just hard shit to rap about, like hard things to make a song about. And right. then it still do numbers. Right. And like, just, I don't know. This is just, I feel like I was watching um, a couple of YouTube videos. You know who Anthony Fantano is, right? Yeah, he's he's hit or miss. Yeah, uh, he he's gave a, this album a ten though, and I was like, yeah. I was like understanding it, and I was like, but he actually actually he does a pretty like good job at explaining like his reasons on giving it a ten. I feel like yeah, he's always good at explaining himself, but dude, sometimes I feel like he's just giving an album a bad rating out of spite or like out of having a bias against the artist like yeah he has rated some like all-time albums like threes and shit yeah like he rated uh my beautiful dark twisted fantasy rated it a six yeah like okay bro that's like (laughs) the best rappers of all time and one of his best albums like but honestly i'm not gonna lie though like now that i've like listened to um like I'd say my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is probably like top three or top five Kanye albums in my opinion, but I feel like it is a little slightly overrated. Like people say it's like his best. I, I don't know. I feel like college dropout is better. I feel like graduation is better, but then like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy hits, is right there. It had hits real Kanye fans, like people who really like his music and like go into the lyrics and don't just look mm-hmm. like hits. Like they don't just know heartless and fucking bound to like, right. If you actually like invest in the lyrics and shit, of course you're gonna like his other albums better. But it was a hit album, like it had yeah. big feet. It was definitely a hit. You know, you got um gorgeous and so appalled. Like that had great and um hell of a life. Like I loved well, a lot of those lyrics on the album for yeah. sure. But like Cuddy's on it, Jay Z, Rick Ross, Pusha T, Drake, uh, 
John Legend, Bon Iver, like there's fucking hits. Yeah, and for sure. And it's not that long of an album, but I really fuck with it. I definitely oh, yeah. think it's one of his best. I I agree that I don't think it is his best. I'm just saying that's like the general consensus I see a lot when people are ranking his albums. Mm-hmm. Is they'll always like key on it. So yeah, I definitely agree. It's a little bit overhyped, but yeah. I still think like to give it a six. I mean, it's at least a fucking eight. Like, yeah, chill out. at least eight. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, definitely. What would you say is your favorite song off the Pimple Butterfly though? Man, that's kind of tough. Honest, no, it's not. It's not tough because my favorite song is "You," the letter "U," and Ooh. it's where he's like, "Loving you is complicated." Man, I'm looking at it and I'm just like, I just feel like I relate to that song. He's talking about, um, I don't know, just like being, because uh, obviously I'm being put on the spot. Like if I wasn't on a podcast right now, I would explain it like perfectly, no, but just yeah, like I, you I know, know trying to think about it. What you're talking about, <laughs> but like you know, he's talking about, um. You know, when he's like, uh, uh, he's talking about just like, just like alcoholism and, um, you know, addiction and how it can, how it can affect people's lives and shit. And, uh, just looking at the lyrics, like he has a lot of emotion in the lyrics and shit. And obviously, like I said, I'd be able to explain it better if I wasn't on the mic, but yeah, yeah. that's probably one of my best, uh, one of we my favorite songs. Go out airing out our personal dirty laundry and shit. That's yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I can, I feel like I can, um, just like, uh, sympathize and empathize, sympathize or empathize with the, with them in the song. But, uh, I mean, obviously like, all right is great. That's got the production by, uh, Pharrell. And, um, I really like the black or the berry, um, because he says towards the end, he said, um, he said, so why did I weep when Trayvon Martin was in the street when gang banging make me kill a, and I'm not going to say the word because it's the N-word, blacker than me. Like, he said that to end the song, and I'm like, damn. Like, like he just, like, just exposed himself. Like, he was well, saying yeah, he, he was saying he was a hypocrite because he was saying, like, when Trayvon Martin died, it was an uproar, but the same people that are so mad about it and like like a lot of these same people that do that 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 are so mad about it and shit that gangbang and kill people that are blacker than them killing their own people mm-hmm. so it's like you know like he's calling himself a hypocrite he's calling people that think like that hypocrite and i'm just like damn that shit's like like it's real it's just like it's sad but it's real you know yeah i wanted uh i wanted to circle back to what you said earlier on how it like the album all flows together and like it kind of tells a story. Yeah. Nobody does that better than Kendrick. He's, he's up there for sure, man. My my favorite Kendrick album is damn. And damn is a complete storytelling album. And that album, dude, he's a great storyteller. That one's like, it's damn certified as poetry in like colleges and this. Yeah. Like, I don't, that's just a different level of he's, lyrical like he's the closest to tupac like just like the reason he resembles to i mean obviously i'm not gonna like i i don't really like comparing artists like that but like obviously he looks up to tupac a lot but I, you just see certain similarities they're both poetic they're both um um uh, respect the same area and stuff and like they both they just both resemble each other uh a lot you know i definitely agree and uh and i'm going back to the the last song on the album mortal man where he's having a conversation with tupac um through like uh 
And like when I first heard it, bro, I, he made whoever like engineered this shit and it literally made it sound like Kendrick Lamar was giving an interview to Tupac, but it was just like an old interview that Tupac did. And I was like, hold on. How the fuck did he give him an interview? He was like fucking like not even born yet. <laughs> well, he well he was born, but he was fucking like very young. He wasn't well, able to give him a, to appreciate it. Right, right. But um, yeah, it's just the fuck i don't know this uh and and the last part of the album he said um what are your perspectives on what he said uh what is what's your perspective on that because he was talking about um he uh towards the end of the album he was basically explaining the name of the album which i kind of didn't understand at first to pimp a butterfly but he was basically saying like the butterfly the caterpillar is like the young person in a neighborhood and in, in, in like in like a hood that is coming up and is like trying to take from the surroundings and feed off the surroundings and like rob and steal it's like a metaphor of like robbing and stealing and like you know making the neighborhood your bitch and like the butterfly is the grown version of that that's what i'm getting you know like that's mm-hmm. the butterfly expanded out of the hood and like you know um turn into you know flourish like a, like an actual butterfly would so it's like uh, i don't know he, he was just explaining that towards the end and he said what's your perspective on that and he said pock pock he said pock three times because pock wasn't responding and that's like my interpretation on that is like obviously he got shot so like i don't know i don't know it's just like there's so many interpretations on this album I don't, it was just it's so just well thought out and just such a fucking masterpiece, especially for the time being, because this was released in 2015 and like um, just like all the shit going on. And like, it's just way ahead of its time, I feel like. And it lives up to this day. So, yeah, that's my well, and the albums that leave you asking questions are going to be talked about forever because yeah. Kendrick's one of the mysterious types who won't fucking answer any of the questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my opinion on that album. I love it. One of my favorites. <laughs> Um, my next one. You can say a song or anything, it, lyrics, anything you like about music. Okay, I'll uh since the last one was an album, I'll go with a song this time. Okay, cool. And uh, this has been my favorite song for a while now. Just because okay. uh, I I don't really know. I just out of nowhere I heard it one day, and then I was working out to it, and then every time I'd post a picture working out or like a video posing, like flexing and shit. I would say <laughs> Hustle and Motivate by Nipsey Hussle. Mm, that's a good song. Dude, the fucking, the song's a masterpiece. Uh, oh, yeah. It's got the like real airy back vocals and then the big ass drops. And Nipsey's fucking flow on it is crazy. Like it's kind of choppy. Mm. I love it. But the the lyric I really fucking like about it is, uh, where is it at? Oh, yeah. It says, uh, I get, I just respected the game. Now my name all on the news, tripping on all my moves. Quote me on this. Got a lot more to prove. Mm, that's real. And, uh, just like, cause I've been, ever since I got into his music, I've like kind of dove into who he was as a person and like his story and all that. And, uh, I just, I think that one kind of like sums up a lot about him Yeah. because he like, it's about. It's about uh, him being respected as a gang member and then him being famous. Yeah. And how he's like always had to have the duality 
And then it's like, it's, it's really sad the way he died because he died to the street life, but he was like making his way out of it. And then he died in front of his store, which is a way he was getting out of it and getting back to community. And, uh, I don't know in the, in the lyric I quoted ends with got a lot more to prove. And that I like that lyric because like he, he always talked about all, all he wanted to do in the future and all this shit. And that makes it all the more sad that he passed away at an early age. Right. Yeah. For I don't sure. know. I think it's not, it's not even like the catchiest bar of the whole song, but that one just always stands out to me. Cause it made me think a lot. And I don't know. It's always the one where I'd like catch myself. Like I'd snap out of just being in the moment, working out or something. I'd actually listen to the song again. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I, <clears throat> I really like that song a lot too. I mean, it has a, pretty straightforward message uh, it's definitely motivating and uh you know i mean going back to the way he died like it's just crazy though like you said how he died in front of his own store and like i heard store because i would watch a lot of youtube videos on him and uh um because it's just like you know it was very um it was just crazy to me how he would sell like cds outside the store and like he went from like hustling outside the store to owning the store and then like dying in front of the store. It was like birth and then death, like at that store, basically, you know, like mm-hmm. that shit's crazy to me. But, yeah. He, he also says in it, he's like, fuck living basic. I'm taking risks. Mm. And I feel that. Cause like, I mean, obviously for him, it meant different, but for me, it means like, don't give up, try to do something crazy. Don't just like conform to the norm. Right. And that's facts, though. Well, and like he had such a weird path, but he still found a way out. I mean, other than his life being ended, he did actually make a way out. Right. Like giving back and And, prove that you can do it your own way and like you can come from anything and still make it legit. Right. And I mean, he pretty much like from what it seems like he completed his mission. I mean, like he motivated other people and, you know, he has a lasting legacy. Crazy legacy. Crazy fucking legacy, bro. Like, He's idolized by so many people and especially where he comes from, Crenshaw, like he's a legend. He's always yeah. gonna be a legend. Yeah. Um, a song I got next, because I'm gonna do a song too, is Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye. And uh man, this song just goes too hard, bro. I'm telling you, like I was watching a documentary on him um because he actually had gotten uh he was killed by his dad um Mm -hmm. he was shot by his dad for um because him and his dad had a very toxic and bad relationship and uh he fought back to his dad and he his dad basically said like you know if you touch me like it was basically like the thing of like i brought you into this world i can take you out type shit but um i don't know the song was just like just like the groove to it and like i read or i heard that um he made this song because he felt like you know he was so depressed and shit and uh he he had like a lot of sexual tension and like he just felt like he couldn't like relieve himself so that's why he named it sexual healing like that's how he felt like he could heal himself from right right get it and i feel like i could relate to that you know because like sometimes like I feel like I want like the same shit he's talking about, you know, like I want like a girl by my side to 
relieve my stress and I want a girl to just like relax after with, you know, after we get done doing it, you know, sexual healing. And uh, I'm going to add another song to this, though. I'm not going to take it up, but it's a similar song. It's called Let's Get It On. I just love like I just love songs like this. I don't know why. Just like he's got got a one of a kind voice. Yes, bro. And you know, he would uh, hit all the high notes and shit and keep mm-hmm. it rolling. And like Hell all yeah. of it, Groovy was the perfect way to describe it by you. Like, I don't know. He just, I, I can't even describe what it is in the songs, but it's like that where he hits those weird high points and like the backbeat. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's like almost like a, like a ding at the top of it. And then he like comes in really loud with his voice. Yeah. And I think, to be honest, I think whenever I get my next tattoo, it's probably going to be a Marvin Gaye tattoo, like some sort of Marvin Gaye tattoo, because that's cold. I just I don't know. I've just been fucking with his music and his story. Like he was very big into like uh, uh, um, just like peace and shit. Like he named his album What's Going On. And that's probably one of his most famous albums. And uh, he made the song actually there was actually the song and then the album but the song what's going on is about um a uh police brutality moment he he heard about and he just written a song about it so uh and he basically kind of made the whole album about it and uh it just kind of reigns true to this day and it's like when you have music that can relate to today's world still you know, and like just you just hear the passion. I love passion in music. And that's why I feel like nowadays you don't get that a lot anymore. No, nah, that's you know why I talk with the weekend though. I feel like yeah. he makes passionate music. Very passionate. I just there, love passionate still music. A few out there. Yeah. yeah. Most of it's like the real passionate shit nowadays is like the lovey dovey shit. Like Daniel Caesar. Mm. I really like his music. Yeah, I love his passion shit. in it. Hell yeah. And like, you know who Omar Apollo is? Uh no. Uh dude, you should check him out. He's like I don't even know how to describe him as a musician, but I would say he makes uh he definitely makes passionate ass music. Yeah. I mean you can kinda I mean getting rare. Like I agree that shit surface level music now that's just about like chains and bitches and Yeah. Getting fucked up and just dumbass shit. Well like flexing music. It, it, it you can definitely um uh, you can definitely um what's the word differentiate like passion and like because i i understand what you're saying like it's a lot of lovey-dovey shit but like you can still be a rapper and be passionate like you could tell jay-z was passionate you could tell like in their primes like when they actually cared like you could tell kanye was definitely passionate about what like just like the energy you know, but it's like a lot of rappers nowadays I'm here. It's just like the same like voice and it's the same repetitive shit. And I'm just getting tired. That's why I like listening to like older shit like Marvin Gaye and even getting into like Frank Ocean. He's a very passionate person, how he's, yeah. you know, singing and, you know, but it doesn't also have to be R&B. It can be rap. It can be anything. It can be rock. You hear the pain in the, you know, that shit makes me cry. Like I was listening to Purple Rain the other day. That show was making me cry because of his voice. Because the not even just the voice, the fucking the the instruments, bro. The instruments can have more power than the voice sometimes. Sometimes, but yeah. I feel like the voice is probably the best instrument. Oh, 100 percent! Like nothing draws me more to a song 
Like that's why I really like Jesus is King because a lot of it is all yeah. vocal music. Oh, dude, like, I love it's that all shit, bro. Singing or gospel, I love wow. gospel music too because that shit just sounds so pretty, bro. For like, real. That's why I fucked with Donda a bunch too. Just dude, I love I love the backbeat of other people singing. Like it's just such a beautiful dude, collab. Dude, that's why I wish I could have went to a fucking Sunday service event, bro. That shit would have been so fun. Bro, me too. That shit would have been so fun. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, you brought up Frank Ocean though, bro. Frank Ocean's such an interesting artist to me because I really love his music, but a lot of his music I can't connect with, if that mm. makes any sense. Explain. Like, I can appreciate Elaborate. Okay, so like one of my favorite Frank Ocean songs is Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. And it's about like loving a man. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get you. I get you. you know what I'm saying like I can't really connect with that, but I can. I it, dude, it's one of my favorite songs. Like I can't connect yeah. with it, but it's a beautiful song. Like, Same. Oh, sorry. It, no, you're fine. But it's like it's a, it's a beautiful song, but it's like I there's not much I can connect to it with, which is normal because like me and right. you both have in common. We listen to a lot of rap music. Like, bro, I'm not out here fucking trapping like a savage doing this blah blah like you know what i'm saying right I, I love a pretty normal lifestyle so it's like i can't connect too much to a lot of the music i listen to but frank ocean right. is definitely one where it's like a big stretch for me but i i can't help but i love his music yeah and i think um that paints another question too is like a lot of people some people some people think that like you need to be able to relate to the music and i i definitely think that's wrong because like you can learn a lot from other people and their stories like Kendrick Lamar, for example. I didn't grow up in Compton. I didn't grow up in anything in anything like that. But hearing his story and hearing him tell it so well, it's like that shit's interesting. It makes me respect it. And that's what he was trying to get to do is trying he was trying to tell a story. So it's like, you know, he accomplished his goal and he did it fucking great. And I understand what you're talking about with Frank Ocean. I can relate to it with the song Chanel, where he's like, see both sides like Chanel, my guy, or yeah, he said, my guy, he said, pretty, my guy like pretty like a girl. And yeah. I was like, I still love singing that shit, even though I don't God, have a, it out. I don't mean <laughs> right. it. But. Right, right. I'm not like, I don't mean that shit, but like, he, he, he just has some good ass vocals, man. He And he's super passionate in his lyrics. Like some of them, I'm going to try to find a lyric, but we can still talk about what we're talking about. I got to find this one lyric though um what the fuck is it called but nights though is pretty good i know you've listened to nights by him before yeah that yeah. shit's, dude, like, that shit's super I, I don't know all his music but i definitely know the hits and then a couple things here and there yeah he has a lot of like weird like i don't know like one of the lyrics one of the lyrics i like is um where he says want to see nirvana but don't want to die like just the 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 metaphor on that obviously he's saying like want to see nirvana as in like you know the band nirvana and he's basically talking about kurt cobain but don't want to die you know what i'm saying like he I, like obvious i'm pretty sure you understand that obviously it probably doesn't even need to be explained and then obviously he's talking about like you know nirvana as in um in like hinduism or buddhism mm -hmm. i think it buddhism or hinduism um but like that shit just rocks. And he's like, he said, shut the fuck up. I don't want your conversation. Like, like, why the fuck is Frank Ocean saying that shit? Like that shit is just, he just sounds beautiful saying that shit. Shut the fuck up. He, he just says it like the, the way he says it is just so fucking great. He's like, he just says fucking, um, I don't know. Just, he just like this, the way he says this shit, like, it's just great. You know the song Solo by him? 
Yeah, that song is good too. You fuck, man. When he's like, it's hell on earth and the city's on fire, inhale. inhale oh, dude. Heaven. Yeah, that, that's the fucking lyric I was thinking of. Yeah. And then he's like, there's a bull and a matador. That's the, the fucking lyric I'm talking about, dude. Yeah, bro. Fucking there's a bull yeah. and Dude. Yeah, it's beautiful, dude. It's beautiful. Like, For real. And he, dude, he's so mysterious and like so yeah. out of the public eye and shit with stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I kind of like that too. Like, yeah. it just, like I said, if you leave people questioning shit, you're never not going to be a topic of discussion because oh, no yeah. answers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Kendrick but, are both good at that shit. But you also got to be like, like he's very talented. And um, oh, another a, another lyric I was thinking of actually now that we're top on the topic of um of Frank Ocean is um um what is it called? What is it called? What is it called? It is on Watch the Throne. It is I can't think of it. Oh, no uh, church no in the wild, dude. When he yeah, said, "I use this for my real." Bro, when he said, what's a mob to a king? What's a king to a god? What's a god to a non-believer? Like, that shit just fucked me up. So fire. That shit, like, I literally thought about that. I was like, that's a that great lyric. so eerie, bro. It's so it fucking good, but it's so eerie. Bro, he's got some random-ass, good-ass collabs like that, too. He you does. Ever heard old, odd future? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking... It's fire, too. Yeah, it's fire, like... He's just kind of random, bro. He pops up in like the weirdest shit sometimes. Yeah. I love it. He was in um, he was on Astroworld. He was on what was that one song? It's uh, was it Car- It's called Carousel, I think. And Astroworld's yeah, another yeah. album. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with another album since we did song last time. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, the album I'm gonna bring up is Acid Rap mm. by Chance the Rapper. That's that, great. Uh, that's like that's like one of those albums that I think about, and I just have so many good memories to it. That's a yeah, and that's I mean, a throwback, that's man. Good. Yeah, but like it. Okay, so it came out in what, like 2013, mm-hmm. and so I was 13, and like I was beginning to like get interest in like the older kids who are like doing like weird shit. Like I'm like, oh my god, is that weed? Or like what yeah. acid this sounds crazy like it was yeah. a fun goofy ass album like even if you didn't know what the fuck the lyrics and shit were about as a kid you're like oh i like the way this sounds and chance the rapper made cool ass music videos like the music video for juice was so fucking yeah. cool i love juice that's a fucking I remember. It's probably one of my favorite oh, songs yeah. sadly now that it's on apple music uh juice couldn't get cleared or something but when you play what? it it like plays this little message from chance and it says every time you stream this all the proceeds get donated to something i can't remember what it is oh that's cool but he still did something cool right? yeah and i mean you can even take juice off the album it's still a fire album yeah uh but like dude he he had such like a cool ass era when he had the acid rap era and i remember distinctly actually tripping on acid one time with my buddy and we were like laying on top of our car looking up at the stars and shit and we listened to the whole album start to finish and i remember it was like one of the best feelings for like elongated feelings i've had in my entire yeah. life like, yeah it was like a key memory yeah i really like the um the outro on that album if i remember it correctly it's just has a good um is it if i'm remembering this correctly 
it's, let me go to the lyrics. Everything's good, but it's also like good ass outro or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Because I'm trying to think. Because dude, I used to be a big Chance the Rapper fan. I have the fucking um the three hat. Bro, I have one. Of yeah, those. yeah. <laughs> I fuck, dude. I had this raw ass hoodie that said Acid Rap on it, and it was all gray, and it was like the album cover in his face, all pixelated, but it was just mm-hmm. his face. So fucking cool. But I think somebody yoinked it from me. Damn. So yeah, I remember yeah, this this yeah. outro. Yeah, I used to man, this and fucking um, coloring book and uh, what was the other bro, album? Bro, he still he still makes good music. Like he did have that fucking album that had that hot shower song. Dude, it's called like the shit. big day. Wasn't it? That shit pissed. That, that shit. Good. That shit pissed me but off. It's whatever. Like, like he was experimenting. Like whatever. I get it. Like he's gonna get back to making good music because he's a good musician. It's but, just like man. It's just like man. He went how long? He went three years without releasing an album, and he released that. Dude. Yeah. No, I agree, dude. But fucking another reason Astro's a big deal to me is because of the song Nana. Because it introduced me to Action Bronson. Yeah. And then I was just like, oh, fuck, I love this guy. <laughs> Dude. Like, uh, such a fire show. Dude, and like Cocoa Butter Kisses. Oh, that that's like one of far. my all time favorite songs. It's my Cocoa Butter Kisses. Dude, that <laughs> shit. Fuck, dude. It's so pretty. Uh, dude, are you. I love Childish Gambino. My favorite song. Childish Gambino, too. Speaking of childish Gambino, bro, he was he's also like a like a in and out type of guy. Like he would just like obviously he had like three thousand and five and like he's just like does he even make music anymore? Yeah, uh <clears throat> dude, he's he's always done so many different things at once. Like he I has a bunch of hits, like bro. Time for it. Cause like Ever since he started his show Atlanta, that he directs and acts in, yeah, like, I think that takes up most of his time now. Okay, yeah, he's such an interesting dude. Like he just has, like Yo, I'm looking I like discovered him as a fucking comedian. Like I knew he was as a comedian. I didn't even know actor. he was a comedian. And then, oh, dude, yeah, well, because his real name's Donald Glover. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he had a comedy special, but it was fucking hilarious. And I remember I had watched that. And I had seen him in that show Community before I ever found out he made music. And I knew who Childish Gambino was, and it was like, I didn't know they were the same fucking person for the longest time. Yeah, he's such an interesting dude. Has a lot of hits. Well, now like, he has his own crazy show. Crazy hits. Yeah, now he's at his own he's show. Like, Very talented. Bro, he's like, he's like Kanye level. Like, with yeah, yeah. creativeness and shit. He's just more low-key. He's, he's more low-key, though. He's more, lo- he's more low-key. He's more low-key, Well, yeah, though, he's, he's got a sure. Kendrick attitude with Kanye. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's a perfect way of describing him. That's perfect. He does have fucking hits though, dude. Red Bull by him is one of my favorites. Dude, that ever. shit's I gotta I gotta like re-listen to that shit, bro. Cause like there's so many you know how you have all those like good songs that you just kind of forgot about a little bit and like you just gotta go back and listen to them. Mm-hmm. So I'll be. But all right. An album I got next up is definitely Astroworld, man. This this fucking album, man. Every time I listen to it, it's like to me, it kind of just gives me like, like, just like you can tell when an album is just so energetic and colorful. Like, for me, it's also with like graduation, but like, this just gives me graduation vibes for some reason. Like, the production is great. Um, I mean, it's obviously, a one they, of a kind song. yeah, 
and like the beginning i don't know like stargazing is kind of a little bit like i don't know once you listen to certain songs on it like certain songs stand out more like obviously i really don't like sicko mode anymore like it's it's all right but it's like it's just so 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 overplayed and like it's so long too bro it's like fucking i don't even know how long it is but it's probably like seven eight minutes long or something like five beat switches yeah but when you first heard it it was like damn this shit's fucking fire holy shit but um bro what's your favorite song off it oh my god dude i know i know that's hard for this album dude it's man i'm probably gonna low-key it's probably gonna be um where is it i can't remember astro thunder astro thunder or skeletons because i just love the beat for astro thunder bro like the little like it just sounds like you're in space it's like like it's so low-key i'm pretty sure it's like an interlude but like, bro, the beat is just so like majestic, and same with skeletons. It's like feels like slow motion. Like just the beat, bro. It's Tame Impala. Like that shit introduced me to Tame Impala, and like I just I, I love the production. They're very skillful. Tame Impala, Tame Impala makes amazing music. Yes, bro. Yes. The less I know, the better is like an all-time great song. Yeah, and um. I don't know. Just like the production is just like top tier and the fucking features like stop trying to be God and no bystanders fucking bro. And just nothing oh sounds God. like this album. The way you're describing it, how it like feels like you're in space. That's the whole fucking album. Like it is. You bro. feel like you're on a different planet for real. He definitely knocked it out of the park. Oh, yeah. Like what he said in the theme too, like the just the straight Astroworld theme and like he made it into its own brand. Obviously, like the festival and shit, like last year didn't go too hot. Obviously, rest in peace to those yeah. people. But mm-hmm. like, dude was milking the fuck out of this shit. This shit released in 2018. If that shit didn't happen last year at the Asteroid Festival, he'd probably still have festivals going on and he'd still be milking the name out of it. You know, like four oh, yeah. years, like, five like years you straight. He made a whole brand out of an album. Yes, literally. And Just that's just that like brilliant marketing team has to be crazy. Cause like he went from being like, I don't know. He was just like the weird kind of stare down at the floor, dude. And mm-hmm. then he just became like the biggest, most crazy, crazy concerts. Like, Oh yeah. I still want to go to his concert. I still want to go to one of his concerts. Like bro. It's like a gold mine. Like, I don't know. It's definitely, it's definitely intimidating. That's all my, that's all my checklist. Bro, I, I, fuck it. I mean, I, I went to fucking the, the Playboy Cardi shit. That yeah, show was oh, kind of brutal. Fine. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be that fine. That show was pretty brutal. But um, I don't know. Travis Scott, I've, like, for since, like, probably since, like, 2016, I've wanted to fucking go to one of his concerts. And, like, I just see, like, the rodeo tour. And he just has so much energy, bro. Like, just definitely one of the best live performers. But not all songs on this album are good. Like, I honestly don't like who, what with uh quavo and takeoff that song is not that good um nc17 i can't remember that song it's It's not that it's not it's not terrible but who what like they just they just need to take that song off the uh off the album and uh no not not that not that one no i'm talking about it's it's called it's called who what like who question mark what exclamation point that song's not that good to me, 
But no, uh, I agree. Oh, dude, and can't say with Don Tolliver, bro. Dude, Don Tolliver is yeah. like one of the fuck, dude. Dude, Don Tolliver is like one of the. You saw him, didn't you? Yeah, I saw him. I'm jealous, dude. He has oh, yeah, such you a threw good your voice. jacket on stage, right? Yeah, yeah, I threw my jacket. Dude, he had such a good concert though. Like his vibes, his voice, bro. His like the lyrics is good. The production is great, and he's definitely he's coming up. Like in bro, the next he's couple, got a, he's got a passionate voice too. He does exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Is that passion? He's got like he gives me a little bit of Marvin Gaye vibes with like his early shit because it was like super sexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was good music. He has a, he just has a unique voice, and it's like like I don't know. It's just kind of like it definitely stands out. It's hard to explain, but like, I'm all in it. Like, it's just like this weird voice that you can't explain, but it's just like, it sounds good. And like, fuck, dude, his concert was good, though. But uh, yeah, that's that's Astroworld. Um, I really wish I would have. That was on one of the lists of one of the concerts I wish I went to. And for a big reason, though, because that concert, the, that that whole tour that shit just looked fucking insane. Like he had a whole fucking roller coaster above the crowd, and like, dude, show was nuts. But yeah, back to you. If you want to give another album or a song, if you want to, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw another album out because I All definitely right. want to talk about it. All right, cool. Because in my eyes, it's a flawless album. What is that? Tana Talk Three. Tana Talk Three. Explain. Uh, well, okay, so I definitely, I got into Benny the Butcher a while ago, and uh, my buddy Jaden actually put me on to him. Shout out Jaden. He's actually yep. the one I went, he took me to the concert where there was the meet and greet. We met Benny. Cool mm-hmm. as fuck. That was like once in a life experience. But, uh, I mean, it's flawless and like, just like I was talking about watching movies with the sound off, this one, shuffle play, I can listen to it the regular way all the way through. Every single fucking song on it all matches the vibe. It's all dark, gritty, like mob rap. Mm-hmm. Dude, it sounds like if Goodfellas like started rapping. Like I don't know, yeah. fuck, dude. It's beautiful music, but it's the one that really got me into Benny, and it's definitely my favorite work of Benny's. And he's one of my favorite artists, if not my favorite artist. So it's just like, of course, I got to talk about this album. Yeah, uh, my favorite song off of it. It, dude, it's damn near impossible for me to pick. <laughs> like, because like I said, it's a 14-song album, I think. Yeah, it's 14 mm-hmm. songs. And, uh, I, dude, every single one of them's fucking heat. But it's probably, yeah, it's either Rubber Bands and Wait or Who Are You? Oh, okay. It's one of those two. It's, uh, it's probably Rubber Bands and Wait, just because, like, that song's iconic. Yeah. But, it, not only did it get me into Benny, it got me into all of Griselda. And, like, now I'm a super fan. Like, I've seen all of them multiple times. Right. I don't know. Like, I got that merchant shit. I'm definitely heavily invested into them. I fucking, dude, I got that Stove God tattoo. And he messaged me and, like, was like, yeah, that shit's raw, blah, blah, blah. I messaged him the other day when he dropped his merch. And I was like, merch is looking tough. And he liked my message. And he always likes it when I tag him in my story and shit. That's what's up. Cool as fuck. Like, he's big, but he's Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, and I definitely love appreciate like all those guys. Oh, 100%. And like, they're yeah. all so into fashion, which just makes me fuck with them that much more. Yeah. Yeah. They got, I don't know. It feels like they just like, 
they're they're the ones bringing like that old school kind of just like just like old school New York kind of just oh, hip hop straight hip hop straight yeah, full on wave they're starting a wave and like people are definitely starting to catch on but they have such a unique sound I just love playing like just playing all their music out in public like it because it, it, it just sounds like some old school shit but it's really just like some new shit you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah it's got <laughs> dude, it's got it sounds like some <clears throat> some like old gritty starter hip-hop music right but it's cool though because it's like it's like because we weren't really around for like you know tupac and biggie and like you know uh like when they were doing their things but it's like it's like we get to have old school hip-hop but like but we get to have it now. You know what I'm saying? Like we get to hear the new drops of like the old school hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's the cool part about it. I feel like but, they're definitely bringing back a whole song. Yeah. And the wordplay is just great. Like it's just, just like unmatched. But I think Benny's, I think he's the best lyrical rapper in the game right now. I mean him, yeah. I, dude, it's like a three way tie with like, or a two way tie with him and Conway. Cause Conway's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And like Benny, he uh he redid the Ten Correct Commandments by uh by Biggie. Like he added on ten more. Mm-hmm. Such a fucking cool idea. He's got yeah. a lyric I can't specifically remember, but it's something about like Big, Biggie slaps me at my baptism or something like that. <laughs> it's fucking hard as fuck, but he like gives That's a little cool. nod to like knowing that he's de- he's not biting his flow, but he's definitely extending it. Yeah. Yeah, they. I mean, they paying respect to it, you know. They they don't really got to bite anything at all. You know, they just no, add they on have, to it, like you said. A whole own new wave, like mm-hmm. absolutely. And, and the beat, the production too. Alchemist and conduct, bro. Conductors, fucking producer tag is my favorite. Conduct, dude. Conductor Williams does not get the shine he deserves, but he's definitely getting there. Yeah. He'll get there it's for like, sure. Dude, bro. Spoons off uh it's uh Hitler wears Hermes. Mm-hmm. The double sided one. Dude, that's yeah, yeah. so hard. Conductors actually he produces a couple of the songs on that album on both sides and dude so fucking good. Griselda's like, bro, I could talk about them for fucking. It's like days. a whole family, bro. Like they just got like like it just feels like they're really involved with their fans too, like because they're not like as blown up yet to the point where it's like you know they like you said they still are reading messages and texting back and heart messages and sharing posts and like that's what's up when i got my when i got my benny tab benny posted it on his fucking story exactly holy shit like it's definitely crazy to see how they interact with their fans and then experience it too but dude they also they're so smart their label has signed so many people like one of the big ones they got and you've seen him boldy james Uh uh-huh Dude, he was already blown up before him, but now that he's with him, like he's just taken off. And they mm-hmm. got Rome Streets. He's another really good rapper. They got. But not only do they have Benny Stove God Conway Westside, Chase Fetty, Armani Caesar, Lego Bass, Armani. Dude, her song that her and Benny just dropped. I can't remember who else was on it, but that dude, she went fucking hard on that. Mm-hmm. Dude, I've seen her live too. She's a really fucking good performer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all really got, fucking talented. They just got so much talent in my collective. Like, it gives me almost like the the early stages of like ASAP Mob. 
Yeah. And when they would, like, collab with, like, Lil Yachty and shit like that, and they made, like, the Cozy tapes and shit, Griselda's, like, the older version of that. Like, or the older version that I've been able to witness, because I haven't witnessed a lot of the older groups, like Wu-Tang Clan and shit like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they're the present day, but still older version of that. Yeah. And, I mean, they got a lot lot of um, life experience, too. So, it's, like, a lot of shit they say is, like, shit, that shit sounds real, you know? They probably went through that shit, you know? Well, yeah, like, I never question anything about them because, dude, I mean, they all, if you, like, invest and, like, look into all their stories, like, they're not playing about anything they did. Right. They were on all the lists. They were fucking... Benny was in jail. Westside was in jail. Comedy got shot in the fucking eye and almost died. Like, right. They and that, have all been And that creates for some good lyrics, though. When you get shot in the eye, like, you could use that for a lot of fucking lyrics and you can just be very creative. And that's like, I don't know, in a way of flex, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got shot in the fucking eye and I'm still here, bitch. Like, fuck you. Well, yeah, it like... You know? in a, in, in a tragic way it gives them a lot of validity like right an interesting story too like i looked at him sorry to interrupt you but like i looked at him and i was like uh, at first i was like what's up with his face and i was like oh, okay you got, yeah, why you got this list like, right like why is his eye like you know why is his like mouth crooked i was like oh shit okay okay i understand i'll get it yeah dude conway <laughs> conway's, conway's so hard with the bars he's actually the first one out of all of them i saw i saw him at a club in chicago Mm. And he fucking he went hard he went hard as fuck like he's probably one of the best live performers i've seen because like he was putting a fuck ton of emotion like he had a song about one of his homies who just passed away and yeah. when he was performing he's like grabbing at his chains and crying and shit and like falling down to his knees and i was like god damn like like that's passion everything he has into this yeah right that's passion. passion yeah exactly yeah that's what i love to see and also another thing Another album I want to get into, speaking of passion, is Graduation by Kanye West. I mean, shit. It's just like, it pretty much just speaks for itself, but I got this shit tattooed on me for a reason. It's just like, man, just, I don't know. It's just like, I don't even know if I'd say it's like my favorite album of all time. Because like, I don't know. Like, the production the it's just like the energy to it like the passion and the energy and it's like the meaning behind it graduation like he's now into stardom like this is stadium status like you know this is like like he's creating anthems and like one of his strong songs on here stronger that's a diamond record like that has more than 10 million uh uh uh, buys or whatever like it's a diamond record and it's only like one of like 80 something songs in history to become diamond. And, um, you know, like I said, just the production, the sampling, um, the lyricism, a lot of people hate on like Barry Bonds. I still think that's good. Like beginning to end, I can listen to the whole thing multiple times. And like good morning is one of the greatest, uh, just like opening tracks to an album. I feel like, and uh, flashing lights. I love the the like the violin. I'm pretty sure at the end where it's like, like just the production, man. I'm just a such a production person when it comes to music, and I feel like that's why I like a lot of like um, Frank Ocean and Travis Scott and like 
the production you gotta you gotta have good beats like if i'm listening to your, to your music you have to have good beats you have to add good production and i'm gonna notice the small little shit you know like i'm gonna notice the 808s i'm gonna notice the drums i like i'll listen to certain instruments like snares and shit you know like and then on top of that when you're adding like when you have a song like let's see um can't tell me nothing when your first lyrics are saying i had a dream i could buy my way to heaven when i woke when i awoke i thought i, I thought that's that on a necklace yeah exactly when i awoke i spent that on a necklace i told yeah, god i'd be back in a second man it's so hard not to act reckless like bro that makes me want to fucking do anything i want in the world makes you want to run through a fucking brick wall yes, bro. That song motivates the fuck out of me <laughs> bro if you're speaking about production and you're talking about graduation Everything I am produced by DJ Premier. That shit's fire too. Bro, that song's fucking insanely good. That uh I wonder Bro, good life. Homecoming, bro. Bro, homecoming. Oh my God. Every bro. time I go to Chicago, I listen to Homecoming like fifty times while I'm there. <laughs> that shit's man. It's just like this is probably one of my favorite Kanye albums. I don't know. It's just like the energy. I I feel like another thing too is is the album cover. Like I just love that shit, bro. That shit just puts a fucking smile on my face. But another work I like the, too. That what crazy that? artist Mirakami or whatever. Yeah, Takashi yeah. Mirakami. Like that shit's yeah. fire. Fuck, shit's fire. And like even having the CD, you can see like different illustrations and like just the artistry that goes into it. And uh. It makes me appreciate the color purple more and like purples and pinks. And I don't know why. It's just like whenever I think of like purple and pink, I just think of graduation. I don't know why. But um, another lyric I like is in, the, is in the song Good Life. You said 50 told me, go ahead, switch your style up. And if they hate, then let them hate and watch the money pile up. Even though 50 Cent said that, the fact that he said like 50 told me, go ahead. Like it's just like the flow and shit. That shit just goes crazy. Five flex, bro. 50. Yeah, I was talking to 50 the other day. <laughs> right. Yeah, I definitely made it moment. 50 told me, go ahead. Like, bro, that shit's crazy. But uh, good morning, champion, bro. Did you realize? Like, bro, Kanye is so good at, like, bringing the most random. Like, he's such a music guy. Like, the most random shit you have never heard of in your fucking life. He brings it, and he fucking turns it into something great. Yeah, he'll call himself a genius in many different ways, but the one like super, super, super solidified one is he is a music genius. Exactly. He's a good curator. He can just, he can do a lot of it, man. The Glory, bro, that's probably one of my favorite songs on the album. Um, Just the lyricism, it's like... The gospel in it. Yeah. Just a sample, bro. Like, I literally will download the fucking, um, the original samples of the song and I get happy just hearing like the sampled part of that song. And like, I'll just like, that's how I listened to through the fire by Shaka Khan because I was sampled on through the wire and like the same with, um, uh, will you love me tomorrow by Smokey Robinson? Cause I was sampled bro, on sample. I sample the most random shit. Like I'll be at work yeah, and, I'll yeah. hear a song and I'll be like, bro, that's a Kanye sample. He definitely yeah. And um, the same with the Otis Redding one on Otis and like, but I really love um the glory because like I don't know, just let me find this one specific um one specific lyric. He just he just spits like he said um no nah, no nah, where was this one where is this one where is this one I gotta find it I gotta find it bro where was this one 
Actually, I have another lyric I'm thinking of right now. It just popped in my head when it comes to like Kanye, bro. Kanye doesn't get a lot of um respect when it comes to his lyrics, bro. He 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 be spitting sometimes. Oh, 100%. It's because he's so good at everything else. Sometimes it kind of outshines it. Like, he'll spit some hot shit, but then it's like, this is the best beat I've heard in my entire life. Yeah. Um, fuck, dude. I don't, I actually don't think it's on this song. There was a song where he said, uh, actually, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. No, he said, uh, hold on. I gotta like, I gotta like play the song in my head. He said, wait the glory the story the chain the polo the night the grind the empty bottles of no dose tank on empty whipping my mama volvos i spent that i spent that gas money on clothes with logos like what yes sir that shit's like it's not even that really crazy of a league but like bro the flow it's like like that shit goes hard but i gotta think of this one lyric though i'm gonna pass it back to you though if you want to say a lyric or song or anything any more albums <clears throat> i'm thinking of well i mean if we're gonna talk about kanye albums that we have tattooed on us we gotta talk about yeezus yeah i'm I'm definitely gonna have to mention yeezus because i got the album cover tattooed on me and the word yeezus like <laughs> yeah talk about it talk about it well and and just a little uh just to throw in i do have the 808 kanye bear on me and that, yeah, is a, yeah, yeah. that is a fantastic album. But yeah, the production. I love I would the production on that. Album. I would definitely rather get into Yeezus just because it's fucking Yeezus, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeezus is like, bro, it's a 10 song album and it slaps you in the face every song. And then right at the fucking end, Bound to, it's like, what the fuck? What a random ass throw in. Yeah. But also, one of his best songs, like, and one of his most notable, like, uh, widely popular, like, people who aren't into Kanye know Bound to. Yeah, and they love that song. <laughs> bro, but fucking, uh, it has blood on the leaves on it. Uses does. That's definitely my favorite. Song I used to, also. I used to not like blood on the leaves, but when Dude, I started, when, when, as fuck. when I started, when I started to listen to it, because it's like so loud, the trumpets where it's like dun dun dun. dun. But bro, when it gets to the end, where it's like all that cocaine on the table, you can't snort that. Like, bro, that shit makes me want to break my table. All that cocaine on the table, you can't snort that. Like, bro, who's saying dude. that? Fuck. Yeah, that dude, it's one of those songs I listen to and it always puts me in a certain mood. Like, I'm like, oh, f-. like I said, I feel like I can run through a fucking brick wall. Like, yeah. I listen to it working out and I'll just be sitting there like feeling like I probably look crazy as fuck, but I'm just like feeling juiced. Like, yes. it gives you that extra adrenaline rush. But yeah. it also got me into Nina Simone because that's who it's sampled off of. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, dude, she's She's responsible for a lot of great samples for Kanye mm-hmm. and for a bunch of other artists too, but she's heavily rooted in hip hop, even though she's from a way older generation. But yeah, that was a, she, that was a great sample. She makes a lot of music. Yeah. Uh, that was a great but sample. Blood on the Leaves, bro. I don't know. He fucking knocked it out of the park with the production on you. It was super fucking experimental, the whole album, but mm-hmm. I love the way it came out. Like, that's definitely some shit I wish I could have witnessed in person. Like gone to. Oh yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I had another. Um, that was another one of my TikToks or I, a concert I wanted yeah. to go to. Yeah, that dude. That that's I've I've watched that one like ten times. But uh, also like, hold my liquor. That's a great Such song. A too. fucking good song. It's got the Chief Keith uh, intro part at the beginning. So mm-hmm. tough. 
Black Skinhead, bro. That's another one of those songs that makes me want to fucking run through yeah, the wall. Yeah, the beat on that, where it's like, bro. I am a god on that album. That's probably my favorite song. I am a god or on site. No, no, no. Probably on site. On site's hard, bro. But it's it's fucking like you got to be careful who you listen to it around. Yeah, they're wild ass songs. Yeah, that's honestly that's probably one of my favorite intros to an album though. On site, because it's just like it's so like. It's just like out of nowhere. You're just like chilling. Like, and then like easy, this easy, album comes up. Where's like, fucking. And then like, I am a god, the fucking boom, 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 boom. Like that shit. I just, Bro, yeah. that shit gets me in my mode. Oh, 100%. Like if I'm driving and I want to fucking like amp myself up because I'm getting tired or something, I'll throw on fucking Jesus and turn yeah. it all the way up and I'll just be wide. <laughs> wide. And then Bouncy comes Love on. I'm like, shit. okay, I'm tired again. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's a good ending to an album, though. Oh, 100%. It's like a nice little touch at the end. So it's like, just know I can still make, like, things that aren't crazy in your face. Right. Music. It goes to show that, like, if you're an artist, you know, if you're just, like, if you really just put your mind to it and you want to create whatever you want to create, it can turn out pretty good. Like, even though it's critically acclaimed and, like, it's, it's really a hit or miss for some people. Like, there's not just people that just like are like it's all right like you either love it or you hate that shit because it's no, not you your type of shit fired like all of that fucking florida hip-hop like suicide boys and all that shit yeah he's just inspired like a lot of that music yeah because he got super fucking experimental and because kanye was already mainstream it kind of made it a little mainstream so it made it more accepted and it just opened the door for all that shit mm-hmm. he <sighs> He knocked it out of the park on that. And, like, it was a huge risk. 100% a huge risk. It was so different from all his shit. Yeah. I think that, I mean, like like I said, though, I mean, it just kind of just goes to prove, like, whatever you're feeling. Because I was just what he was feeling at the time. It's just, like, you can feel the pain and the emotion and, like, the anger in that album. It's, like, that's what I love about Kanye is the emotion and he does it probably better than anyone. Like he won't back down when it comes to his so emotions. He got bro. off his me- he got off his meds because it was fucking up his uh, emotions, and he felt like he couldn't create the way he wanted to because he couldn't put himself into the songs anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and he like you can even you can even see it in like Yay too, because like he was like a you know perfect I example. Fucking, I got that hanging on my wall. Yeah, shit's great. But another. Little album, but it's so good. What was that? I couldn't hear you. The kind of cut out. Yay's such a short little album, but it's so good. Yeah, short little masterpiece. Same with Jesus, though. It's only ten songs, but you know, it's just like that's perfect. That's pretty much all you need for that album, you know. Um, yeah. But the last, uh, I want to talk about a lyric because I just pulled this up and I remembered it. And this is like the last thing I'm going to talk about for this episode. But um, I mean, if you want to go after me, you can. But um, is the lyric from um, Kanye West verse on Diamonds from Sierra Leone where he says. Let me find it real quick. Actually, I have two because this is like one of my favorite like lyrical songs from Kanye. He said. I remember I couldn't afford a Ford Escort or even a four-track recorder, so it's only right that I let the top drop on a drop-top Porsche. Spoil yourself, that's important. Like, bro, like, let me, let me, let me go the fuck back. He said, 
I remember I couldn't like just the way that flows together and that makes sense. It's like, mm, like, damn, like I remember I couldn't afford a Ford Escort or even a four track recorder. So it's only right that I left it drop, drop on a drop top Porsche. Like I'm running out of breath fucking singing that goddamn shit. But uh, that show is fire, though. Let me find another one because there's there's one more that I got to find. But that show was fucking fire when I first heard that shit. But I feel like Kanye deserves more recognition as like a lyricist, even though like he just he kind of turns it on and off sometimes, you know. Well, yeah, like I said, it's because he's so good at all the different aspects of a of a song. So it's kind of like all of them shine together or one of them outshines everything. And a lot of the time, the production and the beat kind of outshines everything. Yeah, exactly. A song I want to bring up by him real quick, not to interrupt or anything. No, you're fine. uh, Gotta Have It off Watch the Throne. Mm. Oh, I love that song too. Where he's like, LOL, LOL, White America, assassinate my character. That that one actually that 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 song gave me goosebumps, and I'll tell you why after you finish. Oh well, I was also gonna say that it's like <laughs> it fucking comes in so chill, and then it cuts out, and then he comes in and it's just like the like the backbeat's so like dark, and they're yeah. rapping so hard and going back and forth like I don't know that song just always gets me, bro. It's another one of those where I listen to it and like I can't help but like do something. Like I can't just sit yeah. down and listen to that. And the beat on that too is nice where it's like, what you need? What what you yeah. need? Like that shit's far. I got yeah. yeah, yeah. But I like the lyric towards the end on that song where it's um Jay-Z and Kanye going back and forth where he said, um, made a left on Nostrand Ave, we in bed sty, made a right on 79th, I'm coming out South Shore Drive. Yeah, but re- they flip it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because the reason I get goosebumps from that is because like they um during like the making of that album, um, they visited each other's neighborhoods. And uh so you could see like Jay-Z going to um Kanye West's old childhood home. And I remember the first time, like, cause obviously we went there before. So it just gave me goosebumps, like made a right on 79, like remembering Bro, those streets it, and shit yeah it makes right. it fucking it makes it relatable like we were saying, right 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 it's a lot of shit we're like oh, actually i've been there bro right <laughs> right coming out south shore drive like if you know you know type shit i've ridden down south shore drive listening to that song like that's right. a super badass feeling that shit's great i'm trying to find this one fucking lyric man it's on the same uh diamonds from sierra leone i can't find it I'm trying to remember what it was though. Um I like uh I like on Gotta Have It where they say, Ain't that like LeBron James? Ain't that just like D Wade? Oh yeah, yeah, that one too. Yeah, they they flow together really nicely in that song. Oh um, dude, the whole fucking album, that might be one of the best collab albums there is. Yeah, I like it. Honestly, I'm for for that album though, I'm not gonna lie, because I, I had gotten that one on CD too, and like I'm not gonna lie, I kind of picked some of the songs out of it. Like I really like Otis and uh Fellas in Paris. <laughs> um, <laughs> um Gotta and Have It. Gotta have uh, it. Murder to Excellence. I like that one. No Church um, in the Wild. No Church in the Wild. But like That's some fine. of the other songs kind of fuck me up. Like I gotta go to the um What about like Made in America with Frank Ocean? Made in America. I can't I, I see I can't remember that. It's just not like that 
it doesn't like pop in my head, you know. Well, yeah, because it had such like standout songs. Some just just some of these have like weird production, and like I don't know, maybe I just need to listen to it again. Maybe I just yeah, and I mean it it was in twenty eleven, like yeah, but it does have a lot of hits on it though. It was in Kanye's experimental period too, so like it was like I think it was the last thing he released before Jesus, so it was him kind of like slowly easing his way into his insanity of an album that he was gonna make. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. For me, I feel like they could have done a little bit better. I mean, like, you have Jay-Z and you got Kanye West. And at the time, they're the two biggest rappers, like, you know, of all time. But I don't know. Maybe it was the production. Maybe it was... I I feel like I wish I would have seen, like, more old school. Like, when Kanye first started producing for um, Jay-Z on, like, the Blueprint, I wish I would have seen, like, more production like that. But I don't know. It's like... You know, it's it's it is what it is. I mean, I do like a lot of songs on that album though. But uh another lyric I want to get into is also on Diamonds from Sierra Leone, and it says, Does he write his own rhymes? Well, sort of, I think um that mean I forgot better shit than you ever thought of. Like that shit, bro. Like like just going back to that, that shit just fucked me up. Like he's saying he forgot better shit than you ever thought of. Like what the fuck, bro? Like, and he's right. Like, like for real. Like, does he write his own rhymes? Like, he just says it like kind of quick, so it's like hard to catch. But like, like he, like I said, like if you just keep listening to the shit, like it'll catch up to you. And like, does he write his own rhymes? Well, sort of. I think him. That means I forgot better shit than you ever thought of. That shit's just like such a Kanye thing to say. Shit, fuck me up. <laughs> Um, I do got one more lyric I'm trying to find, but yeah, we can you can talk about another lyric or um song if you'd like. Uh, I'm trying to find. Uh, uh, I got a uh, a song and a lyric from it, uh, "War Paint" by Benny the Butcher. Mm. It's a uh, it's so fire and it's got West Side on it, but uh. He says, no emotions. I mastered pain with what we smoking. Raw made hustlers on my block stars like Billy Ocean. Mm. Dope money. If the alphabet boys knew what we grossing, I'd had a bedroom in Folsom, but I'm offshore toasting. Damn. That, bro, that's, I, yeah, that's pretty fucking Benny, fire. I, to- I told you, bro. Benny's got the fucking crazy bars. But that shit's I don't know. That, that one just really fucking stood out to me because it's the way he flows in the song. It's definitely one of my favorite songs by him, but it's just the way he delivers it. He's yeah. like a super, super uber confident rapper when he's rapping. Like, it sounds like he's saying everything with his chest puffed out. I I, I fuck with it hard. Yeah, shit's fire. I, um, or I finally found the uh, lyric. It was a Kanye West lyric. It was from Last Call. And he said, uh, my money was thinner than Sean Bo... Wait, no, no. He said... My money was thinner than Sean Paul's goatee hair. Now John Paul Gaultier, cologne filled the air. Like the word play, I don't know. That shows as far as me, but it definitely, I don't, I don't know. I like, I like the other lyrics better, but that one stood out to me as like, like, damn, Kanye can spit. And he, he did great on this last call song on college dropout where he said like, it's got a lot of iconic lyrics from him. He said, uh, mayonnaise bends. I push miracle whips. Like, 
that's such a creative fucking line that a lot of people have heard of. And he said, um, uh, I went to the malls and I balled too hard. Oh my God, is that a black card? I turned around and replied, why yes, but I prefer the term African-American Express. Like, dude. Kind of, I don't know. He just deserves more recognition on the lyrics and shit, but uh, I don't oh, know. Yeah. But that's what he had to prove I to got, people. Oh yeah, I got I got one more by Benny. Bet, bet, uh, bet. The song's crowned. It's crowns for kings. Yeah. And uh, the the lyric is: I sat back a vet and watched the beginners winning my belts, burn my bridges, came back a good swimmer like Phelps. Mm. That's nice. Bro, the fucking metaphor in that. That's that nice. He's like he's burning bridges and like dropping himself into the water basically. Yeah. And he swam oh, back yeah, and yeah, yeah. Phelps, like that shit's fucking crazy. I don't yeah. know. He's always got little metaphors like that in his songs and I'm like, "Fuck, I always get caught up on his music and have to like back it up and relive." Right. That's what that's honestly though. I mean, like if you think about it like only rappers are doing that obviously i mean like that's the great thing about rap that like separates it from um every other genre is that you'll always get lyrics like that that you really have to think about and like that kind of go back and are like can be double entendres and metaphors and shit and that's just like a specialty in rap only that have like metaphors and double entendres and shit bro that's what i love about rap. oh yeah bro fucking fucking same song from benny he says See, before I knew the a I was weighing hard back when Nicki Minaj was in a training bra. You'll play this <laughs> game, you better play it hard. The judge will give you life, and later that day, he gonna be playing golf. Oh my god. That is, that is bro, true, like, though. Bro, he's he's just got crazy fucking lyrics. Like, if anybody ever takes any music advice I give him, it is fucking listen to Benny the Butcher and listen to it with the fucking lyrics on and pay attention. Hell yeah. Cause he's got bars. Fuck, dude, this makes me want to keep going. Cause like I just remembered this one fucking Kendrick Lamar verse, bro. And it wasn't even necessarily like uh uh exactly what he was like the actual lyrics, but like just the flow. Like when you just hear a rapper just like go on and on, like damn, he's fucking just like just going. Like what the fuck? He's just fucking going. Bro, like, yeah. He's just rapping and rapping and rapping. Like, holy shit. Bro, Benny, Benny's songs, it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I keep fucking going back. It's the same fucking song. He says, the good die young. All the OGs are 30 and up. And Alexander McQueen kicks just to dirty him up. <laughs> like, that, that's a perfect description of Griselda. Like, they're the few lucky select few who lived that life and got out and are actually, like, living in their 30s. And actually being OGs and actually still rapping. I'm like, but we're consumed by the street life still. Yeah. I don't know, bro. There's like, there's a very select few rappers who have bars like that. And uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the rappers with the really good, good bars get looked over because people just want to hear good beats and shit they can sing along to. Not songs where they like have to pay fucking attention and focus on them. Yeah, not the music that way anymore. Yeah, I mean, I I guess it goes back to like maybe attention span, but also like some. I mean, some people like you know that's why I listen to Playboy Cardi. Like I'm not necessarily listening to the lyrics; I'm listening to the beat. 
uh, when I'm listening to West High Gun, I'm listening for lyrics. Um, you know, I guess you just get different things out of different rappers, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody offers something different, but it's like I feel like it's a uh, it's a lot less common now to make it and be a rapper who like people's lyrics. They're like dissecting them and shit. Like it's mostly underground people or people on the come up. Mostly like mainstream, super popular people. It's it's because of their beats or it's because of their catchy ass hooks or yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of that shit just gets repetitive. Like the new underground shit. Like I don't know, cause like when I used to listen to underground shit back in the day, it was like X and and uh, Smoke Perp and um, Ski Mask Slump God and all that kind of like that older SoundCloud type shit. And like they supplied like raw emotion and great beats like great underground like like have you ever heard that um the producer tag where it's like it, it was mainly on like a lot of like older playboy cardi beats but it was like plug like it says like plug or something yeah yeah i you can't think that? of who that is but he was on like a lot of atlanta yeah shows. yeah yeah but it'd be like plug but like that's like some real throwback shit but like a lot of soundcloud i don't even know if you want to fucking call them soundcloud rapper i want to call them tiktok rappers okay because they're it seems like they're not even on soundcloud like that like soundcloud rappers back then that shit meant something because there was no fucking tiktok you know what i'm saying like like you had to actually go on soundcloud you had to listen to their shit you had to add it to your favorites you had to write a comment under it you had the you know like, like there was no music videos it was all like legit underground shit they were on twitter bro like like i remember the the like doing that shit um like i don't know i'm just mainly thinking of like the x days because like i was listening to him since like 2015 and those are like the real like soundcloud like little uzi vert little peep you know x ski you know um the, all that type of shit um playboy cardi and shit like I just felt like like those little nostalgic days that I kind of uh, take for granted just because you think like, oh, they're not even that good. But like, you know, it just kind of grows on you. But I don't know. Maybe the new age will grow on me more. But just like, I don't know. It's just they're just not really providing much to me, you know, because like I've heard it before. Like I heard the shit you're talking about, bro. It's not like nothing new, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know, like. With someone like Playboy Cardi, it's a little bit different. It's like, I really like a lot of the beats. Like, he has very catchy, very great production. Like, it doesn't even have to be the most craziest shit, but it's like very addictingly catchy production on a lot of his albums. Like, I love the song R.I.P. Just like that beat. It's 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 very simple, but it's just very catchy. Where it's like, dun, 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 dun. Like, I, when I just want to listen to some some fucked up shit like i just want to listen to some shit with some good production i could just vibe to but um yeah but oh yeah wait one more lyric i want to i want to give i keep saying one more lyric but it, it's not even necessarily just the lyric this is from kendrick um it's it's just mainly like the flow because if you listen to the song is called hood politics off uh to pimp a butterfly he said k dot like just the way he flows it and says the shit, he raps it a lot faster than I can. But he says, um, he says K dot what no, he said uh 
Okay, dot what up? I heard they opened up Pandora's box. I boxed them all in by a landslide. Like, no, 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 no. Wait, I gotta go back. Hold on, because like that wasn't even the start of the lyric. He said, "Okay, I can't say that word." He had had the coast on standby. K dot what up? I heard they opened up Pandora's box. I boxed them all in by a landslide. Like the way he said that shit, bro, it just sounded like one big fucking word. <laughs> like I couldn't fucking believe it, but it was great. And I didn't even know what the fuck he was saying the whole time. So, uh, I kind of want to switch it up a little bit and add in a little, little segment for you. I uh, I've been watching this show Ozark on Netflix, and mm. bro, it's it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's what's it about? Uh, <clears throat> I don't want to give too much away, but basically, it's about this guy and his family, and they get caught up in some crazy shit, and they have to relocate from Chicago to Lake Ozark in Missouri. Mm. so they go from like one of the biggest cities in the world to like a super small town that's big in the summer and like i don't know it just follows their lives and like they dude it's one of the most like twisty turny like you think one thing's gonna happen this crazy other thing happens you said it was like, a tv series yeah it's on netflix uh okay and it bro i'm telling you like best show i've ever seen so fucking good jason bateman's the main actor and then he directs it too which is impressive as fuck but definitely something for people to check out because i i have been obsessed with it and i just finished it last night and like nice i want there to be more episodes i want there to be another season but i don't know if there's gonna be was it like a newer release or is it like uh, a while ago. I think it, I think it's been out for a while but i think it just got like super popular if i'm, oh, okay. if I'm not mistaken is it more, know, is it more of like a like I don't know how to explain it like a um more of like uh um like more of like a Breaking Bad type of TV series where it's yeah, like yeah 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 something like, like that it's like an absolute fucking thriller bro it's, okay cool bro it's fucking crazy good and like you get so invested in the family oh and cool, like, cool cool everybody they bump into and meet and. But it's such a deep show too. Like deep is in like uh, so many different characters, so many different plot lines going at once, so many different like storylines you're keeping up with. Like you have nice. to pay attention to it. It's, nice. it's fire. Might have to check it out. I don't really watch a lot of too much of like Netflix or like I'm, I'm more of like a YouTube type of guy. I like to watch like random like interesting fact videos that are like ten minutes long. But uh, oh, I might check it out. Way. I'm the same way. That's why that's why I'm like definitely recommending it because I don't really watch shows and I got stupid obsessed with it. <laughs> All right, cool. We'll check it out, you know. Oh yeah. All right. Appreciate it. Appreciate you coming on again. Um that's probably gonna do it all for this episode. It's probably like fucking pros- probably close to like a two hour episode, probably getting up there. But uh that was lots of fun though. I appreciate you coming on once again. Um this is Heath Mall. You got anything else to say? Uh, just that I always appreciate you having me on. Always love talking to you. Uh, I feel like the the two of us could go back and forth for days. For I sure. mean, we usually do when we're together. So hell yeah. Just uh, appreciate you letting me chop it up and have a conversation with you and get a chance to be on the pod again. Uh, I've been listening to it. I love it. I love what you're doing with it. I love what you're doing with the brand. Keep appreciate everything up. It. Appreciate it. I, it feels like I've been taking like a little. I, I, I've been trying to um, 
kind of uh just kind of sort shit out um just because i've had like problems with um because i wanted to release some hats but they were kind of fucked up for manufacturers so i'm trying to like work on this new drop and like uh just kind of not rebrand myself but just like sort things out in a more uh curated manner so it's like whenever i drop something it's like i want it to be like something very special like i don't want it to be like i'm dropping a t-shirt buy it if you want like no i want there to be movies behind shit like i want you to see behind the scenes action i want you to i want there to be great visuals behind it i want you to feel like you're owning a piece of like like just history like i want this to be like just more than clothing i want it to be a story you know because that's what i see in clothing exactly more than just clothing more than just clothing oh Um, but yeah appreciate you coming on though i'm gonna end it right here everyone have a good night good day whenever you're listening to this appreciate you guys for listening staying with us i think this has been like episode 18 so far heath mall i'm pretty sure he's starting a podcast soon right yes yes i am i'm planning on uh getting that rolling here soon i just got my cover art for it i'm very excited uh and yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil too much i'm not gonna drop the name or anything yet but all right it'll be in the works and you'll definitely have a feature on it so but appreciate it oh yeah appreciate it all right all right everyone have a good rest of your day and i'll see you in the next one peace